Shalom Aleichem Rabbi Sai. This week's parasha, Bez Hashem, on Shabbos we'll be reading Parashas Yisrael. Parashas Yisrael, we have the whole purpose of what Yitzhak Mitzrayim was for, coming out of Mitzrayim and going through the Kriyas Yamsuf, was all to lead us to becoming the Am Hashem and to come to Maimon Har Sinai. We'll be given the Torah to give us direction in life. That Maimon Har Sinai was something that was going to be an injection that was going to take us throughout all the generations. Like I once heard, Hashem Revolba once asked from Revolba that in the Dayenus it says, Even if we would have come to Har Sinai and Hashem wouldn't have given us the Torah, that would have been enough for us to be able to have, uh, to be able to go on. So Rucham asks, what does that mean? The whole purpose of coming to Harsinai is to get the Torah. What does that mean if we would have come to Harsinai and had Maimon Harsinai and Hashem would have given us the Torah, Dayenu, it's enough. The whole purpose was, was to get the Torah. So explains to Rucham, that Maimon, that whole unbelievable <coughs> revelation that came by Harsinai, which every, each and every one of us had the privilege to see, that revelation was enough to be able to instill in us the Amunah and the, and the whole clarity of the, the Bariyayla. So why do we have the Torah? As he explains, that just like when you have a, <coughs> a thermos, so what does a thermos do? A thermos holds something with the temperature that you have. If I have a hot soup, or hot coffee, or whatever it is that I want to be kept warm. If I want to keep the heat of that hot drink warm, I put it into a thermos, and then the thermos maintains and, and, and keeps that, that heat. So the Maimon Hasidna was the main thing Akash Baruch who wanted to be able to give over to Kaiso, that revelation of, of, of Maimon Hasidna. So the Torah, throughout all the generations, <coughs> is that thermos. To keep the Maimon Hasinai warm, to remind Klai Yisrael where we come from, where we were, where we came to, how we, how we came to the Nasa Vadishma, we were standing by Hasinai at Kabbal Satari. So the Torah is that thermos. Now, each and every one of the Aseris Adivris that we talk about, uh, that we, that are brought, the Aseris Adivris, each and every one of them has so much to talk about. Um, perhaps this week, maybe we'll talk about <coughs> the the fourth one, Zachariah Siyam HaShabbos L'Kadshem. Remember Shabbos to Mekadosh. There's Machlekes actually, if that's where we, whether this is the rice of the Rabbanan, and we learn now from there that we make Kiddush. You have to be Mekadosh with Pet. You have to speak it out, and the Mekadosh is HaShabbos. But we see a very strong emphasis on remembering Shabbos to Mekadosh. It's so, such an integral part of Kali Yisrael, the Yom of Shabbos. There's a beautiful Zemer that we sing on Friday night. It was written by somebody named Menachem called Magididus. In this Zemer, the, this Menachem comes to praise Shabbos and everybody who observes Shabbos, everyone that keeps Shabbos. And, and we each stands after the one after the next comes to pick out different points of the praise of Shabbos and those people that <coughs> keep Shabbos. The very last one is like this. The last one says, Me'ain Elam Haba Yom Shabbos Menucha. 
Shabbos resembles Olam Haba. The day of Shabbos Menucha resembles Olam Haba. Kolobus Angimba, anyone who takes delight in Shabbos Kaidesh, Yisku Lerav Simcha, will merit much Simcha, much happiness. Mechevle Mashiach Yitzalolavacha, from the birth pangs of the times of Mashiach, a person will be saved to relief and freedom. Pedusenus Hatzmiach, we should make our our redemption flourish and to tzemeach to flourish. With nasya gain v'anocha, right? <coughs> In a way that all the sorrow and grief will be able to just run away, and and sighing will, will just flee and run away. Shabbos Kodesh has that koyach to be able to help us be able to pull through the chevlei Mashiach. To be able to withstand the Heavenly Mashiach. Now, what is the translation of Heavenly Mashiach? So, the first should explain that besides for the fact that the different challenges, the different sorrows that we wind up going through Heavenly Mashiach, there's a cause for those sorrows. That comes from the fact that people become cold and their hearts cool down in their Avedis Hashem. As we go further and further and in, the, in the generations and we, we're, we're holding before Mashiach, there's a certain coldness that comes in Avedis Hashem. And that causes people to be have to have confusion and in Yiddishkeit in all different types of ways. And the thing that has the kayak to be able to save us from that heavenly Mashiach, Rabbi Nachman tells us is Shabbos Yavinuch. When a person is mechabit Shabbos and he's and he's misanik b'Shabbos, he makes a a big um, emphasis on making sure that Shabbos is beautiful and Shabbos is not just being kept reluctantly or 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 the person's like. You know, biting his lip as he's holding Shabbos, but he's experiencing experiencing Shabbos. That's something that gives a person kayak to be able to withstand the heavenly Mashiach, which unfortunately we're all going through in this generation. You know, there's a beautiful story that I saw in the in the Sefer Sasmasecha that there was a yid that came from Europe. Now we know, as you know, everyone talks about the Shreds and yid that it was very difficult. People came to, um, from, from, from Europe in the uh, early 1900s to America, and they tried to find the Panasa. Now, this specific yid came from a, a religious home in Europe, and he needed to make he needed to make Parnassus. So he went to America, and he promised his father before he left to America, Tate, I'm going to make sure that I'll never break Shabbos. I promise you, I'll never break Shabbos." Don't worry about it, even though I have to make panasa, but it won't, it won't be at the expense of Shabbos. He came to America, and he very much wanted to keep his promise. But it was really hard, like everybody knows. You come on Sunday, you get a job. If you came on Friday to tell them that you weren't coming in on Shabbos, they tell you don't come back on Sunday. And he had that for quite a while. And he was, you know, it wasn't easy for him. Then there was one point where he came up with an idea. There was a big building of, you know, of offices, a big office building. And he came up with an idea. He came to the, to the, to the administrator of that building. And he said, listen, I need Parnassa. And I'm willing to hire myself out as a cleaning man to be able to, to, to take care of whatever it is that, you know, has to be cleaned inside your, you know, building, the steps, the, 
always, you know, garbage cans, whatever it has to be emptied, I'm willing to take that on to, you know, to make your building, you know, sp- you know, spick and span, take care of everything. But the the only thing is, is that, you know, I, I'm a religious Jew, and I can't work on Shabbos, but you need your building to be clean seven days a week. So I'm willing to come on Arab Shabbos and work on Arab Shabbos to make sure everything is clean before before the Shabbos starts. And then I'm willing to come on Matzai Shabbos after I finish my Shabbos and to stay here at night to go and make sure that the building is clean. So the the administrator thought of it. He said, listen, if you're going to really be sincere about coming here on Arab Shabbos Kaidish on Friday, it wasn't a joke, you come in on Friday and, and clean as you say, and then on, on, on Saturday night, you come back on your own free time and you clean then so that everything's clean and on Sunday you come back as regular, I'm willing to give it a shot. It'll give you a salary. It's not going to be the biggest salary, but it'll be something that you can support your family with. He worked there for an entire year and everybody was so impressed with him, with his sincerity, with his loyalty, with his personality. And they saw that he was such a wise person, an intelligent person. Everybody in the, in the building was so impressed with him and so happy with him. All of a sudden, after a year, um, something strange happened. The administrator comes to him and says to him, Sir, um, listen, as of next week, you have to be here working on Saturday. You have to come on Saturday. You have to be here. You're no different than anybody else. You have to be here. So the, this kid looks at the boss and he says to him, I, I, I don't understand. I thought we made an agreement that as long as it's taken care of, and I don't have to work on Saturday. I, I don't have to work on Shabbos. I don't have to work on Saturday. So I don't care what we made up. It makes no difference. I'm the boss over here. And I'm telling you right now, if you want to be able to have a job over here, then you have to come in on Saturday. If you're not willing to come in on Saturday, then I'm going to fire you. So the Jew says to him, I, I'm sorry to hear that, but I guess, okay, I guess you'll have to fire me because I'm not working here on Saturday. So the, so the boss tells him, okay, goodbye. This person walks out so confused and reluctantly, but listen, I made a promise that I was going to keep Shabbos. And he goes to look for work, and he looks and looks and looks, and he can't find anything. A month goes by, two months go by, three months go by, four months go by. He has nothing to, you know, no job. And they, he used up all his savings, basically. They're just, just living, you know, on pennies, nothing, nothing, nothing to their name. And it came Shabbos Kaidish, which they were always so, so enthusiastic about being Chabed. And instead of having all types of wonderful delicacies on Shabbos and special challahs and fish and meat and everything that... We usually know from the Shabbos table, from the Shabbos table, all types of, of things to the Shabbos. He had an old rye bread that was maybe a few days old, covered with the challah cover, and that's what he had by the table. And he goes to shul, comes home from shul, and he sits by the table, and he starts to sing Shalom Aleichem, and then he just breaks out crying. And he says, what am I supposed to do now? After the Shabbos, I have nothing to do. I have nothing, to, no money, nothing over here. What am I going to do? Am I going to have to now go ahead and go break Shabbos to go to go work to go to find the time to be to break Shabbos throughout the entire Shabbos? I don't. I, I want to keep my promise to keep to, to keep Shabbos, and I want and I want to keep Shabbos because I love Shabbos. Please give me the opportunity to be able to keep Shabbos. 
המצוי שעבס אהבתי מן הדורה, עכשיו אני נעשה את הדורה. יוקטב דורה, הגבר מפרפם, was the administrator's old boss. He's standing there with another guy, standing there. And he asked him, like, what do you want? She said, you know, can we come in? She said, yeah, please come in. He brings him into his living room, and he says, I'll give you a drink. He takes out uh, two cups with some water, because that's all he basically had. He had nothing in the house to offer them other than that. He said, I'm sorry, I'll give you something else, but we're a little bit, you know, we're, we're, we're not doing well financially. So the boss looks at him. He says, listen, let me talk to you for a minute. I'll tell you, I want to tell you something. I made some changes a few months ago with the building that we have, that big office building that I'm the boss and the manager of, the, the administrator of, and I, I just couldn't do it myself, so I took in a partner with me. And in order for us to be able to run this building properly as, as partners, right, we, need, we needed to know that we have a proper, um, you know, uh administrator running the building here underneath us um like a, a you know it's a supervisor to check that everything's running properly and when we were looking around i turned to my to my to my new potential partner my new partner i said i have a worker that cleans by me he's a jew that's so sincere so bright so intelligent so pleasant i'm telling you if we give him the position to go ahead And to be able to, to, to take over as the manager over here, we're going to make millions over here in this building. So my partner looked at me and said, what, a Jew? You can never trust a Jew. A Jew is money hungry, and anything that you're going to try to invest over here, he's going to wind up pulling some type of strings over here. He's going to cheat you and take the money and everything you have, and you're not going to be left with anything over here. Don't trust him. He says, I had to answer back to him. How, to, how can I go ahead and, 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 and how can you say it about this person? I'm telling you, he's so trustworthy. I'm telling you, you don't imagine over here, he was so sincere about his keeping his Sabbath, keeping his, his, his Shabbat, that he was willing to take a cut in salary and come into strange hours. He kept so loyally and so sincerely and so, did his job so well. How could you tell me so, that he's dishonest and he's going to steal from us? The partner just looked at him like, you know, don't, 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 don't believe this. It's just... You know what? Tell them, I'm telling you, these, guys, these Jews, they're money hungry. Fire him, let him go, and you'll see. Give him a couple of months, and afterwards he'll come back after a couple of months, and he's going to tell you that I'll work through whatever you want. They're just money hungry over here. He's trying to tell you with his Sabbath over here, they're just after the money. And I'm telling you that I'm right, and if he doesn't come back to you within a, within a certain amount of time, within, within a half year, he doesn't come back to you, then I'm going to give you $10,000 As a, you know, I'm betting you over here, and I'm, that he, that he's going to come back beforehand. So the administrator boss said, you proved yourself sincere to my partner. And tonight I'm coming here to tell you right now that first of all, I'm giving you this envelope with the $10,000 that was given to me for this bet that we had over here. I want you to have it as a present over here for you for the months that you're going to work. And from tomorrow, I want you to come back to work, and you're not going to be the cleaning man anymore. You're going to come back as the administrator of the building. We never lose out from Shabbos Kaidish. Shabbos Kaidish is what saves us through Hevle Mashiach. Shabbos Kaidish is what builds us as long as we invest in Shabbos and we care about Shabbos and we're Chabbat Shabbos and we respect Shabbos and we, 
to make sure that, that it has whatever it needs to make it glorified. And when a person takes that, that instills in us that emun, that, that instills in us a realizing that Hashkosh Baruch created the world and that he signed that picture with Shabbos Kaddish. And uh, <coughs> like, like, like Rufoshim say, that when an artist paints a picture, he signs his name at the end. That was the Kodesh Baruch Hu B'yam after created the world. Shabbos was his signature on the world. And as a Shabbos, we have that schus to be able to invest in our Shabbos. We have the opportunity in a, few, in, you know, in a couple of hours in Mitzvah Shem, you know, within the next, you know, 24 to, you know, depending where we are, which, which country we're in right now, hours to be able to, to be able to give everything we can into Shabbos. And Mitzvah Shem, that should be a schus for us to be kept safe and, and, and strong through the Chavli Mashiach and bring us to the point where we come to the Biasa Mashiach and the Gula Shleima the Behera Yomayim. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos. Go.